0: Before we get to this week's episode of the Squadcast podcast, I want to tell you about my show, About IBD. I'm Amber Tresca. On About IBD, I talk to people living with Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis who share what they've learned from their journey. I also talk to experts for their perspective on topics such as nutrition, mental health, intimacy, and healthcare activism. I want to help people touched by IBD live a better life and feel less alone while navigating the ups and downs of chronic illness. Subscribe to About IBD in your favorite podcast app.
1: Welcome to the Squadcast podcast. This show is hosted by Zach and Rock, Squadcast's co-founders. But today, I'm here because in a moment, you'll hear an episode of my podcast, Crosswires. Usually on this show, Zach and Rock chat about remote content production. They share recommendations. They discuss product updates and more. And lately on this feed, you've been hearing a bunch of Squadcast recorded podcasts. That's because the Squadcast team loves showing off the amazing work of the Squad community. Here's what you can expect to hear on the episode we're about to play from my podcast. It's Zach. After using Squadcast to record our episodes with great success, I invited Zach to come and join me for a chat to discuss the why, what, and how of Squadcast. We will get into some of Zach's passion for podcasting and hear a bit of a sneak peek for Revenge, soon to be released version five. Without further ado, let's get to Crosswires. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Crosswires. We have a fantastic guest this week. I'm really excited. Zach from Squadcast is joining us today to talk all about Squadcast. Now, for those of you who don't know and haven't seen me tweeting how much I love this product, this is the tool we actually use to record this podcast, to get people in and to record the calls, because to be honest with you, I've done podcasts for so long, I didn't want to endure setting up more and more Skype recordings and trying to... Sync audio coming from different people's machines, so Squadcast really solves that challenge. But Zach, thank you so much for joining me. James, appreciate you having me on. So before we dive into sort of the ins and outs of Squadcast, do you want to tell people a little bit about
0: yourself, what's your background, so how you came to Squadcast? Happy to. Yeah, so I have uh, I have loved podcasts uh, for for a long time. First as a as a listener, because uh, I, I love learning new things and um, I have I have a background in um, computer science. I'm a software engineer, uh, design, fine art, uh, just like love creativity and love uh, how collaboration can enhance uh, the creative process of making something new and uh, I've applied that in a number of different mediums across my trajectory and uh, that's really what I see as my my personal mission is to is to connect creatives and uh, kind of two heads are better than one kind of thing when you when you're when you're making something new. So uh, so Squadcast is the application of that same approach of um, ways that we can enhance the collaboration through, through the creative process. But in this case, it's when it comes to audio and video. Um, that's not how we arrived at the kind of concept or idea. It was more so rooted in wanting to create a podcast, but not having the, uh, the luxury or, um, lo- like logistical possibility of getting in a physical recording studio with my collaborators. Uh, we're, we're kind of spread out across California here. That's where I'm located is in the Bay area in California. And, um, and my brother is an audio engineer. Uh, my best friend is like a playwright and author. I'm also an author and uh, we thought we'd get uh way outside of our our comfort zone as creatives and and work on like a science fiction audio drama together like a very scripted uh you know highly polished narrative podcast um and and that was going to be a real challenge to us but there was kind of this extra challenge that we couldn't get into the same studio uh, and that was really discouraging for uh for for that project um, but it wasn't until we kind of started seeing that as a, as an opportunity to build something new and and solve this uh, this problem of kind of you know uh, how do we record in uh, in studio quality without being in the same room uh, and that that's really you know Squadcast has really become the answer to that question five and a half years later.
1: Absolutely, and I think you've hit the nail on the head there because you know I've done podcasts. This is the second iteration of Crosswires. The first was it worked well but we didn't have Squadcast. we we actually managed with now I, i'm the last person to say the audio hijack is not a good app because it is a fantastic product and uh, it's great for recording locally but the reality is it's still capturing the voice the voice over ip quality audio say for example from facetime or signal or, right. or whatever you're using and ultimately as you said the best quality is going to be you know multiple people sat in the studio properly you know sound uh sound treated good microphones um and you know a decent audio interface and decent recording software but mm-hmm. you know geographical distance is a huge challenge to that so i guess before we sort of talk about how Squadcast makes this much easier i guess it's worth talking about you know as we said some of the challenges because it was all very, you know, you could just take the VoIP audio and it totally. would sound okay. But if you had, say, for example, someone's connection dropped, you've got a break in their audio, you've possibly mm-hmm. got a lag. And I don't know uh, if you've ever run into this, I- I'm guessing you have, you get people to locally record by their own means right. and then sync it up later. I've never been able to nail that. What would you say have been some of your pain points with recording
0: in the past before Squadcast came along? Yeah, and we're very much like students of uh, the innovations that have um, afforded us the opportunity to kind of step into this um, step into this technology and, and move the ball down the field, so to speak. And in that uh, kind of research, because we didn't assume like, we knew what we were doing and we could build something new. We assumed this was a solved problem and that we just were naive and hadn't been exposed to the solution yet. Um, and that's really where our research started. Um, and, and just by the way, the, the process of creating a startup that I, I, I recommend or, or any project, you know, I recommend validating your assumptions kind of in that way. It's really, really helpful. Um, and at least it was for us in, in our case. So. What what we did was, uh, you know, you just described a couple of the ways that people have figured out how to record when you're not in the same room or studio uh, through time. So uh, it kind of started with this this approach of radio stations like uh, the so-called double ender where Mm -hmm. they are in two studios, uh, either both ends or as many people as you want are are in um, in physical studios. And then they would just record themselves and then sync it up after the fact, maybe. You know, it was on tape, and they put that in the mail, and and they sent it over, and then somebody cut it together. So that's kind of where things started. And then digital makes that a little bit easier, right? And and the the quality uh, when it's analog in the very beginning was really high. Digital, mm. the quality went down a little bit, but it got a little easier. So this is very much a trade-off of, as many engineering pursuits are and technologies are, is a is a trade-off between. On one hand, you have kind of the quality. Uh, we know how to record really high quality audio, people have been doing that for a long time. Um, But then the convenience on the other end, uh, you know, trying to balance these trade-offs so what you see is like when people aren't in the same room, they end up having a, either a trade-off of decreasing the quality and the convenience goes up, or you can increase the convenience with say something super easy and convenient like accessible like a phone call, but the mm-hmm. quality goes way down to like eight kilohertz sample rate, right? So uh, you kind of teeter-totter on those two constraints and. In Squadcast, what we try to do is is really balance all those constraints, prioritize quality, and provide an experience for uh, even you know guests uh, who are who are invited to record on Squadcast. They're not professional content creators, okay. so it needs to be convenient enough for them to to say connect from like an iPad or uh, really anywhere in the world. We've uh, helped people record in over 190 countries around the world. We're proud to say, which is a
1: huge achievement, and I. You know, the feedback I've had from every guest that I've had on the show up until yourself has been wow, this is super easy. And glad to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I had someone join from her iPhone, and I mean, it's fair to say that's been a big challenge
0: for you guys. Yeah, it's it's still currently in beta, to be fair. And Mm -hmm. we've been working closely with Apple and the WebKit open source community for a long time to add the uh, open web standards needed to support an application like Squadcast and be able to, you know, record in the ways that we have uh, developed and um, to preserve that quality and make it easy to use. And uh, there were some kind of uh, nerdy pieces missing from the WebKit story that were preventing us from, uh, from doing it in a standards-based way. There are, there are less standards-based ways, let's say, to do yeah. something, but we, we want it to be accessible. We want it to be, you know, uh, backwards compatible, all of those things that make uh, accessibility magical on the web. And
1: I guess if you're using open standards, you've then got a whole community behind you guys to say, oh, this isn't quite working as we'd want it to work, or we found a bug. Mm-hmm. Rather than this just becoming a SquadCast problem and your mechanism, it becomes a WebKit problem. And they've got more of an incentive because the WebKit team uh, are fantastic from what I've seen. And now the thing that's worth mentioning is of course SquadCast does not require any extensions. It just works in, you know, every desktop browser. Um I'm using Chrome at the moment. Um uh Safari on des- on desktop is now out of
0: beta. Yeah, I'll make it easy for you. Yeah, it's it's uh all of them. And iPhone and iPad are beta. So, uh, nice. so you know, Firefox, Opera, Brave, uh, Edge, you name it, we're the only cloud recording studio uh, that is supported across all of these devices. And because the, um, the WebKit pieces just came out of beta, we, we still have those in beta on our end, and we're kind of monitoring how that is producing uh, for creators. Now, of course, I do have to ask a very important question, and this is a
1: deeply serious question. Do you support Internet Explorer 6?
0: <laughs> no. Good. <laughs> right. Okay. Right, was... <laughs> no, no, no. I uh, we support everything that is currently like, you know, not end of life by by the browser vendors. Um and, and up with the exception of uh, of yeah, Safari and uh, and iOS and iPad. That's uh yeah. 13.4 and higher, I believe, because I of those right, missing yeah. pieces. And uh, I did my—I didn't mention it during my background, but I did my internship on the Chrome team at Google, um, working mm-hmm. on you know collaborative developer tooling, and uh, you know that, that exposed me to a lot of ways that um, that those teams build software and, and, and the web standards process and how that's you know critically important to uh, applications like Squadcast that are using a lot of very forward-leaning let's say web hmm. web technologies. Absolutely. So stepping away from the web technology side, let's, let's
1: sort of take it back a little bit more about the what I like to call the magic of Squadcast because we're right now on a, a video and voice call. Um, I can see you clearly. I can hear you fantastically well, which that in itself, by the way, is something I really want to praise you guys for because Thank you. the call quality it gives a certain amount of confidence when you're recording and i think you guys even put up a little banner where it says recordings will always be higher quality that's right yeah what why is that why are recordings always higher quality what's what's going on in the background
0: yeah so we're we're proud to say that uh we're the only cloud recording studio that has a a unique collaboration with dolby so that that's the same dolby that you see in the movie theaters and on you know music albums and things like that Uh, So Dolby is providing the uh, real-time audio and video that we're having as a conversation right now and uh and that conversation quality while it is high and awesome uh thanks to dolby it is uh it is still about half the quality of our recordings that we produce and provide uh the creators that use squadcast and and their guest. so uh so you mentioned before that you know a few years before squadcast like the the um you'd be recording the like host locally but the guest their audio would be traveling over the over the web and kind of compressed, on, compressed and stepped on while in transit there. So uh, one person would sound great, but the other person would sound less than great. Like with Squadcast, we kind of equalize that, and everybody sounds equally awesome in the recordings um, because we prioritize uh, the the recording quality, um, and then we do a bunch of other things that are really. Um, designed to set creators up for success when it comes to their workflow and post-production, you know, having a high degree of reliability and confidence that you're going to get those recordings when you click the stop button. Uh, and and not just get them, but I will say that uh, you get them very quickly. Squadcast mm. is by far the fastest when it comes to uh, producing those files, rendering those files, and that's because we do have intellectual property that is at the core of our application. We call it our recording engine. And that is, uh, is I'm proud to say, very, very close to being awarded uh, its patent. So we've been in that process for the last couple years. And uh, you know had a good relationship with the uh, with the examiner and all of those things that are necessary to get the patent across the finish line. So we're very proud of that, and I think it speaks to the the level you know commitment of commitment to innovation that we have at Squadcast.
1: You hit the nail on the head on getting most recordings quickly. I, I'm go- I'm not going to name any other products, but I've used other cloud recording studios. I've used a couple of them. And one of the biggest challenges is waiting and waiting and waiting yeah. for the files to be processed. And now one, one thing I really love is, is now, that? I'm just gonna be, well, <laughs> as in why are you doing my, no, you shouldn't. It should be a seamless thing. I, I shouldn't have to ask my guests to make sure they stay on the line. Never,
0: no. while the. It's it's a huge yeah. security risk as well. I mean, you're asking somebody to leave an active WebRTC connection mm-hmm. open uh, for uh, you know however long in the background, and yeah. talk about a hot mic. You know, like that's uh, that's not secure. Let's say. No. It is nice, of course, once you stop the
1: recording, you do still have the, the VoIP call, because uh, I think certainly with we've, we've quite a few of the guests, these are people I've already known, so we just end up having a chat, mm-hmm. and actually sometimes it's been better than a FaceTime call. Um, yeah. But, of course, what else is happening is the audio. So my audio right now is being sent up by VoIP to you. Your servers are recording the VoIP copy, but more importantly, on my local machine, through WebRTC, through the browser, we're doing a local recording as well, which means that there's a full local copy, local high-quality copy, but then, now, are you guys doing progressive uploads so that's getting uploaded as we wait, or...?
0: Yeah, we we invented that technology, and I I believe we're the only ones actually doing that, and that's how we are able to render so quickly. We don't have to wait for uploads to finish because they're already in our cloud, uh, in their source awesome quality, and then we just give them to you. So that's why it's uh, it's really fast. It's you know it's it's non destructive, and uh, it also prevents the need to to wait around um, while kind of you know preserving the quality. So we're actually doing both to answer your question. Um, mm-hmm. We're doing progressive upload with local ISO recordings for everybody connected to the conversation. That's up to ten people at once. This is a conversation wow. between the two of us right now, but we can go up to mm-hmm. ten. And no matter how long you record for, we're going to produce those files in a couple seconds. And, uh, you know, you can kind of carry on with your your next meeting, your next recording session and really be efficient when it comes to producing yeah. lots of content. Like, you know, some of the customers where we have the privilege of working with like ESPN and Google, like they record daily shows with us. You can't really slow down or accept that, hey, this is going to take a couple couple no. hours or minutes even to, to upload. It's kind of on to the next one. So that's something really unique to Squadcast, and we're proud of you know that, of that difference. Oh,
1: absolutely. Do you know I, just, I was just thinking back to this was years ago this, was, this must have been over ten years ago when Apple still actually bothered to put podcasting features into GarageBand. Oh, those yes. days have gone. <laughs> um, long yeah. gone. They had a real, I I don't know if you remember it, but they had a feature, and it never really worked. But the idea was if you if you did your audio call on iChat. Which is pre facetime mm-hmm. and recorded that with GarageBand. it would actually do separate tracks for each nice. I, I checked, which would be, but of course it was still just the cloud audio it wasn't a local right. recording being transmitted
0: yeah there's like speaker diarization technologies existed for a while when it comes to like like ai and and machine learning and things uh, along mm-hmm. those lines so um you know you can split apart uh, kind of after the fact but it's best if you just record everybody uh, at the source. And then that gives you like uber flexibility when it comes to editing and post-production. Like, let's say if I have some background noise, like my dog's barking or snoring while you're speaking, um, that's really easy to remove when it's, uh, when it's, uh, you know, ISO tracks for each speaker compared to like Mm pre-mixed. Um, so that's, that's, you know, with Squadcast, you really have the best of both worlds. You have those, you know, awesome quality, uh, local audio and video recordings for every speaker, but then you also have the cloud recordings, which are provided by Dolby, recorded server side, and those are uh, more like you would get from like a Zoom recording. So, yeah, um, I get people all the time asking me like, "Oh, I just use Zoom. Like, why is Squadcast better?" And it's like it's only additive. Like, you still get your. Your Zoom cloud recordings, if you need them, in the less than one percent chance you do, uh, on on our platform, they're there for you. Just so we can always make sure that next episode is out, and your relationships with, you know, your your partners or, you know, monetized ad relationships. Let's say your that next episode is is out on time, and uh, mm-hmm. all good there even in the worst case scenario that like, yeah, our, our fancy recording engine doesn't produce your file, uh, you still have that um, in that kind of worst case scenario. There's never a situation where you don't have your content. Uh, we can produce that and then we do it, yeah, very quickly. Now you
1: hinted at something that we hadn't really talk, mentioned before because we talked about this being a video and voice call, but Squadcast, you have a nice range of plans and on the upper plans, it's not just audio. We're getting. Uh, am I right up to 1080p? That's
0: right. Video. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you're my guest in in this case in this conversation. So uh, I am a, I'm on a video plan, so uh, so we'll have the video from this conversation as well. And again, it's it's uh, similar to what I just said. It's it's uh, only additive, so you still get the audio yeah. uh, ISO tracks and wave and MP3. You know, f- to get nerdy for a second, 48 kilohertz sample rate, 16 bit depth, um, mono wave uncompressed uh, yeah. for for all those speakers. But and then if you if you have video enabled. Or you're on a video plan, yeah. You just get uh, those videos in addition to the audio pre-mux. So you have options if you want to produce your your audio show differently than your video show, or you want to use those videos for social media, or you know publish the full long form conversation uh, in all those formats on multiple platforms. Like the world's your your oyster here, your content oyster to uh, you know produce your show however you like. It's it's very flexible in that way.
1: I'm just pulling up your price plans now. And do you know what? These are great prices, I've got to say. So for the audio plan, if you're just maybe doing a monthly show and you only need up to two hours audio recording time, now that is recording time. It's not time sat in the green room. It's not you know time chatting before you hit record. It is recording time. That's right. And one thing I discovered, of course, is um it banks so if i so I for example nearly ran out of audio last month, but I had say twenty five minutes left when my uh, plan renewed i am on the five I'm on the five hours indie audio plan mm-hmm. I got that additional twenty minutes bolted on top of my five hours, which was really nice because
0: again, a lot of plans won't let you do that yeah. so yeah, they reset at re- the end of every month it's kind of I'm glad you brought that up you're 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 totally right and yeah, we're, we're the only ones who who have rollover and then that's much like it kind of builds off of people's mental model of like, you know, when you would go and rent a booth at a physical recording studio, it's much the same way you like, you know, rent it by the hour. And um, yeah, we feel that that's that's your time. So yeah, you can you can bank that up. And then also, if you're if you're getting low, we have a built in grace period, we, we're not like zoom where we're going to cut somebody off, like, you know, content creation is hard. Uh, getting guests mm. on your show. Is not always easy, so we uh, we never want to interrupt that. Um, and there's total total grace period, and uh, and yeah, you can buy in like an hour on the fly if you if you need more. But it's uh yeah, yeah. it's it's something that we're excited with uh, as we look to the future to to simplify our pricing and make uh, make video yeah more accessible for for more creators.
1: Awesome. The other thing I want to highlight as well is again, I'm not going to call out any other platforms. But other platforms, you have to be on a higher tier to get the uh, the WAV, get the uncompressed Mm. audio. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but it goes back to your analogy of being in a studio. If you're in a studio, they're not gonna give you like a you know a cassette tape version if if you only pay for two hours. And the guys who pay for you know six hours get you know a hard drive with, sorry, with the WAV files. Mm-hmm. I'll say this as well, before we move on to the future, because it's something we want to sort of talk about and give a little bit of a sneak peek of maybe some cool things coming. Mm-hmm. This, since I started using Squadcast, I've stopped doing a backup recording on Audio Hijack because I've got that much confidence in Squadcast. Now that's going to probably come back and bite me one day, but for now, um,
0: yeah, it's no, we really got nice a- It's, uh, it's yeah. got built-in backups with the cloud side recording, so. Uh, with audio hijack, or we have some customers who like record directly to SD on maybe their audio interface, you know, has that, has that as a feature Mm -hmm. like some do. Um, yeah, that's just like a third layer of backup. So, you know, uh, we, we didn't get to the moon by being perfect. We got there by having redundant systems. So that's what, uh, you know, we, we know, um, audio engineers like to have backup cables, backup recordings, all of those things, myself included. So, uh, that's very much part of our culture and design of the application. Absolutely.
1: Being really honest, the only thing I would love one day to see is a partnership between yourselves and the guys at Rogue Amoeba where I could just hit a button in Audio Hijack
0: and have a squadcast session. That'd be cool. Going in there, so we're big on collaboration. Uh, thanks for thanks for the inspiration. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. Awesome. So, talking
1: about the future, um, before we started, you you mentioned something that's sort of coming up, but. Do you want to tell people a little bit about sort of what, what's got you excited for the next version of Squadcast?
0: Because we're on version 4 at a moment, if I understand correctly. That's right. Yeah, 4.9.5. Yeah, <laughs> we're very close nice, to V5, nice. and that's that's the next major... Release. Them.
1: Are you one of those? Are you one of those sensible software houses that doesn't go four dot ten No, no, no. We stop at nine. <laughs> yeah, good, well done. Yeah. The number of times in, I used to work for a company whose version numbers became something like one dot six, one dot fifteen dot two. Like, <laughs> no, no, stop with that, please. Controversial opinion, maybe, but anyway. Sorry. What? Go, yeah. Go for it. What's what have we got to look forward to in version five and beyond?
0: Yeah there there are so many things so like just to kind of where we started thinking about you know what's the next iteration what's the next version of Squadcast going to be like wasn't like some feature or that we wanted to add uh like like maybe we we have in the past it's was more a reimagining of the full experience kind of going back to our roots of our our mission is to amplify collaboration and uh for the reasons we've been discussing so far I think we we do that really really well when it comes to the the actual recording session the the production um, on Squadcast is very collaborative. It's you know highly dynamic um, and is is all kind of you know very real time and keeps you in sync and so you can produce these these awesome sounding and looking you know files uh, for your audience to to really engage with. And we asked ourselves like, what about collaboration in pre production and in post production? Increasingly, podcasters and content creators that we serve are kind of collaborating as teams, working across you know. Um, maybe w- more than one show and informing uh, networks and, you know, companies or doing multiple podcasts, like some uh, private internal for, for their, uh, for their, you know, teams to, to, to listen to things as people are increasingly geographically distributed. Uh, how do we collaborate with massive companies like, like uh, Google or ESPN? So that's really where, uh, where we, started from and redesigned the whole app we have uh you know new branding new colors new typeface new logo all of those things um and then a full redesign of the app kind of applying those uh those design primitives and uh and doing so you know, cohesively with audio and video in mind with teams working across multiple shows and being able to have kind of shared access in, uh, in both like, yeah, pre-production and post-production, um, and kind of invites for all of those things accounts for, for all of those people to to get in and collaborate, uh, whether that's, yeah, setting up sessions in pre-production with guests and sending invites or post-production, kind of working with those files and sending them off to the next step of the workflow. Um, and Squadcast has a number of integrations. I, th- I think uh, the most in our category, we're the only ones with like a public API, for example. So we have a lot yeah. of integrations because of that. And uh, and that really makes the, the workflow potential really exciting in V5. So let's say you, Uh, after this recording session James you want to send this off to Descript or your Dropbox or um, Mm. or Trent for transcription like all of those things can can be done uh, with uh, as many recordings as you want and just kind of a quick connection to those other services and you have that available to you so we 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 definitely know Squadcast is part of a larger workflow for creators to get their Mm. content production out on time and we want to empower that and kind of reduce the number of steps when it comes to like downloading and re-uploading and renaming and sharing and all of those things so that's really you know Squadcast v5 focuses on on those things as well as some some uh other really really exciting things that i can get more into the nitty-gritty on like i mentioned pricing um we're, we're we're um simplifying there uh squad shots in the in the recording session, like uh being able to take pictures with your with your guests and kind of yeah. collaborate there. It's something that's kind of happened organically in our community. People just, you know, take screenshots and share it on social media t- to like hype that the next episodes in production. Uh, so, you know, we can help collaborate uh and create that form of content in addition to audio and video. Um and we're doing it in a very squad cast way and providing like the source images in addition to the composite, you know, so there's a lot of creative of potential there that's really cool yeah because again
1: people might want to take say you've done say we've done a squad shot of this session i might want to do the album artwork and have nice fancy little old style polaroids but because i've got the source images and they're captured i'm assuming locally yeah they are (laughs) <laughs> yeah there you go yes uh, now of course a facetime hd camera is not ideal uh for these but it works um i could you know i've got that's a nice thing of course is that because you are using native apis and native tools i can use any device that the browser can see so for example on this mac i've got if i wanted to i've got epoch cam installed so i could use my iphone as a as a nice. webcam. Because I'm not because this isn't a video show, I I don't do that. But that's something I just wanted to highlight. Of course, is that if you are doing, you know, video interviews, seriously consider Squadcast because I've seen this particularly through the pandemic. We're actually going to be talking on a future episode to uh, a minister at my church and his struggles because you know this is a really nice guy. His name's Mike, and I think it's fair to say he really struggled to get used to the concept of having to do everything mm-hmm. remotely. I think we saw more of Mike's garden through the lockdown <laughs> than anyone's ever seen. And he had to figure out audio and all of that. And he did a great job, but I thought we'd come and chat to him. One of the challenges certainly my church had was um, doing video interviews, doing Zoom interviews. I mean, I kid you not, they had to teach all of our staff workers how to use OBS. Mm.
0: Whereas That's some heavy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, OBS is great. Um, we have we have some customers who who use it in conjunction with Squadcast. But yeah, you you to your point, you need to know what you're doing. It's it's not a, you know, it's it's not very intuitive user experience. It's some it's you know it's it's some pretty professional stuff. So. Um, and so is Squadcast, but we do our best to, like, put that under, under you know, a very nice experience that is accessible to, yeah, no matter if you're coming in with, a, you know, a... a, a on the pro end, like a 10 channel mixer, some, some really nice stuff, mm. or, or just, you know, a lavalier mic on headphones, uh, or, or just yeah. your iPhone, like everything in between is fully supported and um, you're going to sound your best, uh, regardless of, of what equipment you're coming in with.
1: Absolutely. It's kind of almost like a don't look behind the curtain. <laughs> moment with squad cast um but behind the curtains really nice and professional and you know it, it works it's not quite wizard of Oz style you actually do have genuine stuff going on <laughs> behind there <me>, but that <laughs> but wasn't meant to be derogatory i realized as soon as i started saying hang on a second oh, james <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but i mean again it's a it's a testament and i'm not just saying this because obviously i use squad cast and you're here i i will be very honest i fought long and hard about what service to use to record. And I did look at the others. Um, As many of the listeners know, I'm not working at the moment. So budget was a major concern. And I actually chose, being really transparent, I chose to put the budget into Squadcast rather than going for a more premium podcast hosting package. So we actually use Mm. Substack to host all of our- Oh, cool. Yeah, it's great. Um, Completely free. And you can do paid subscriptions. Um, not you know, not to promote another product, but, um, you know, I'm a big fan of other podcasting platforms. If I had the budget, i will be really honest. I'd be I'd be back on fireside again. You know, so we're talking about podcast hosting services now. You guys don't offer podcast hosting services, but what's I guess one question would be what's the reason behind that? Because it would almost seem like a one stop shop. You could.
0: We could. Uh, we are hosting the actual source quality in multiple formats so if mm-hmm. anything I, I think what, what we're hosting for creators is uh, while it is accessed and downloaded less it is higher quality and you know there, there's trade-offs there but yeah it's just the way we see it is that um, there's a lot of really great options when it comes to hosting and uh, we see it as essentially a solved problem. So. We want to innovate and create something new, not just like repeat um, and provide another option for for people to consider. So that's really why we we stay focused on you know the the creator experience and less so on like the distribution. Um, and you know we're seeing great free options to your point uh, arise. So uh, there's there's a lot yeah. that are, are available. And my co-founder Rock has said in the past, if I can quote him, that like. When you invest in something like Squadcast, or maybe it's like a microphone to send to your guest, when you when you invest mm. in in those aspects of your podcast um, production, you're actually creating something that is better quality, right? It is it is actually a better product. Um, yes, your 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 audience is going to have the same experience whether you're hosting on Fireside or Substack sorry to both of those companies but you know that's that's the reality is that you're you're gonna they're gonna get the same listening experience whereas it's the same it's the same mp3 file through the same effectively the same html 5 pl-
1: playback technology yeah. um and i think it's fair to say unless you're doing a music and a, like going back to your sort of sci-fi audio drama unless you're maybe doing something more dramatic and musical most podcasts are going out 64 kilobits probably mono mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, st- standards there. Um, but we also have creators that that aren't just working on podcasts, we have like our largest customer by recording time is actually an audiobook production company. Uh, so oh. there's people who record, you know, for YouTube on Squadcast. Um, things have been published on, on Netflix and YouTube and all, all over the place, right? Like, we, we don't have many opinions about where the content is. Uh, is, is distributed or, or or published. So that's really where we focus on setting up that creator for whatever's next in their production workflow. That could be publishing directly like raw, what they recorded on Squadcast, right up to, mm-hmm. uh, say, the YouTube or your or your podcast hosting platform of choice. Um, or it could be something that's highly edited, you know, and has a bunch of uh, production value in between.
1: And um, that's, do you know what? I will say I hadn't thought about that because I was... Obviously being a podcast, although, you know, Crosswires does have a YouTube channel, but it's usually just muggins here in front of the camera explaining stuff. But I hadn't thought beyond I'd been very much in my podcast sort of scope. But you're right, you know, you could take yourself as I mentioned, you could take yourself, you know, if you're a church and you're just wanting to show an interview on the screen on a Sunday morning, but you pre recorded. Well, you just hand that over to your whoever's editing that video and they've got again pristine quality you know up to 1080p with really great audio that they can just pop into premiere or final cut or davinci resolve or luma fusion you know um, and we talk about ed- editing audio i've mentioned many times i use ferrite on the ipad to do my um, production work because just be able to take an apple pencil mm-hmm. just drag over the bit you want to delete so where my chair has been squeaking Uh, I need a new chair. If if anyone wants to send me a new chair, folks, please (laughs) do. Uh, If anyone from the chair companies are listening, you know, would be appreciative. Um, But the point is, so much flexibility. So, Zach, I really appreciate your time. I realise we are, obviously we had a few delays because of my weird new router, which just did not seem to like something um, about the Squadcast session. It was nothing to do with Squadcast. It was entirely on my router, so we'll have to investigate that. That's on my side. Um, But, Kind of closing out, Zach. If people are sort of looking at options and looking at why they should choose Squadcast, if people are up in and arms and saying, "Oh, why should I pay for this when again I can just use Zoom or I can record with Audio Hijack and do Signal calls or FaceTime calls?" What is it that you would say to them? What would be your one message?
0: Yeah, if you're if you're at all interested in in monetizing your podcast, then your content is really a product. That people are going to pay for, not necessarily with dollars, but by their time consuming consuming mm. that content. Or if you're if you're doing premium, that, and it might be dollars, right? That's that's even better. So yeah. um, that's really where your content becomes a product, and the 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 quality of your product is is going to impact your customer's experience. So we want to nurture that relationship and, and have a quality product so that people will stay engaged with our content. You know, a lot has been said about podcast podcasting and the intimacy that we, we share as creators with our audience. But, but if you're providing mm-hmm. something that's lower quality, you're, you're not really preserving that intimacy. It's a, if anything, it serves to distract from it. So, uh, so that's really where the quality can translate to a really great audience experience, and have a you know a high quality product that is uh, going to be that that much easier to monetize um, for for creators to really have a, a sustainable business as a creator and can continue doing so for as long as you know it serves them to to reach their audience.
1: That's a really good point. Yeah, I I hundred percent agree, and that's why you know I've personally invested you know this Gear for a while, but I've try to get a decent mic. I hope it you know, it sounds really good. This is, you know, I think I've said before in my show, this is a Blue Yeti Pro. You know, spending that money and investing in the quality of your podcast. I'm not saying I, I don't think either is the same by the way that you have to do that. If you're just starting out as a podcaster, choose Good Gear. You don't necessarily well, at least in my opinion, you don't have to spend a fortune on something like a Roadcaster Pro, although they are amazing and I would love to have one here. But just make sure you're choosing a good mic. Make sure you've you know trying to do a little bit of work on your rodeo. I and mean, then use great tools like Squadcast. So um, you can find out more about Squadcast at Squadcast.fm, and I believe there's a seven
0: day free trial for uh, for all your friends. Right. Yeah, that's right. And we have uh you know we have some some programs. If you're like uh, government, nonprofit, education, um, we love to serve creators. If you need more than seven days, let us know. We've I don't think we've ever not done that. So we uh, we also invest a ton in the community. So even if it's not a subscription to Squadcast, we have like monthly webinars for creators. Um, we produce a lot of content. We have the Between Two Mics remote recording podcast and, um, you know, a number of ways that we are uh, always trying to serve the creators that are working hard to produce content that their audiences love. So, um, yeah, uh, come to one of those events or come to a community event in podcasting and you're likely to catch uh catch us there and we'd happy to to help wherever you're at with your production
1: because you were just at a a podcast um i guess yeah so yeah uh, our community
0: manager ariel and i um were um were privileged to speak at uh outlier podcast festival in austin and then uh just like a week or two before that we were in la for podcast movement evolutions um, and did a presentation there on some of the history that we touched on today, the evolution of the technologies that have led to cloud recording studios um, that, uh, you know, we're, we're proud to be a part of. So that's really, uh, that's just, yeah, the latest examples of all the ways that we're uh, in support of the podcast and creator communities. Fantastic. Well. Zach, thank you so much for joining us. Um, you are on Twitter if people want to follow you. Yeah, my Twitter handle is Zach with an H, Z-A-C-H, Zach in space. And uh, yeah, that's uh, that's where you can, uh, you can connect with me there. Appreciate that. So
1: folks, make sure you check out crosswires.net for all the show notes for this episode. We'll put links to a lot of the things we talked about. And of course, we'll put a link to Squadcast on there as well. Make sure you check out crosswires.net forward slash YouTube for the YouTube channel. There is a video in the works Um, at the moment. It's going to be about um, a network TV tuner, um, the HD Home Run. Now, it's an older version. I want to show you how that's set up with Plex, how that's set up with channels and just how cool it is to have a centralized TV tuner and all the TVs in your house or your iPads, everything like that can connect to that. It's such a great system. So keep an eye out for that. Of course, follow us on Twitter at CrossWiresMG and make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast. And please do leave a comment uh, in the podcast show notes and I always try and respond to those. And you can email us at podcast at crosswires.net. Until next time, thanks ever so much for listening.